What's up? This is Micah from Iration. You're hanging out with Rob, Front Row Live. What's up, guys? Rob here, Front Row Live Entertainment. I am reunited with Micah of Iration. We're here. Uh, you guys are getting ready for this tour. Uh, that's really going to start like tomorrow, actually. Um, so in preparation of, the, of this tour, you guys also had the album, the eighth album drop last week. Um, talk to me about that madness that goes on like when you drop an album and then followed by a tour like less than a week later. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot goes into making an album. It takes, you know, months and months and months, sometimes yeah. years of work. And then uh, in this general cycle of things, they ask that you, you turn it in six months in advance. So <laughs> then you're kind of like forgetting about it for a while. And then all of a sudden it pops back up again. And you're like, oh, my gosh, comes out next week or whatever it is or next month. And it's it sneaks right back up on you again. And uh Obviously, you want to be able to tour on on a record and and be able to go out there and play the songs for people and and you know this album in particular for us is we really wanted to capture the live feel of the band and the synergy that we kind of have as a live act and bring that to the record, which is something that we kind of had in our early records mm -hmm. that people really loved, and then we kind of did a different thing where we went for these bigger production sounds and and kind of tried to change it up a little bit and we you know experiment a little bit for a few a few albums uh coming back to that so it's you know this is what it kind of comes down to is that now we have to relearn all the songs <laughs> and you know try make them work in a in terms of our live performance and our set while also you know not leaving out the songs that people love and people want to hear yeah and so it kind of becomes that balancing act of 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 all that when it comes to going into the studio to for the beginning of day tripping the the entire album the body of work um did you because you kind of look back at your, at your roots the earlier albums did you actually go back to those earlier earlier albums and kind of dissect them in, in any way or just go back to listen to them to kind of get more inspired for this record i mean i didn't uh i i think we play those songs mm -hmm. still a lot of those songs uh you know, on a nightly basis during our tours. And so we, you know, we know what those songs are. We kind of know what they're made up of as yeah. far as, you know, the instrumentation, the feels and all that stuff. I think it was more of just let's strip back the production a little bit on the record and just try and capture the band. And that's mm -hmm. as much of that as possible that without, you know, sacrificing the the song, yeah. you know, what, making the song less than what it could be. Um, obviously there's always little sounds and, and added Easter eggs that we kind of love to throw into our music that, you know, are not always a hundred percent achievable in a live setting. <laughs> it's kind of things that are production techniques and, and, and yeah. stuff like that, which is, is true with any band. But, um, for the most part, we wanted to just capture what it's like for us when we play together. And, and so it's like a lot of live tracking, a lot of tracking together at the same time mm. um, and just trying to get that those feels and, and those sounds kind of on the record. Yeah. When I listen to this album, I get the sense of feeling that you guys came into it without any restrictions. It's just like, what are you feeling? What are your emotions? What do you want to play? What do you want to kind of like exude from whatever you're doing? Like, is that safe to say during this this writing process and even like the the production process? Yeah, I, th I think so. I think uh, a big part of it was, you know, we, we did Coastin' and it, and we put that out in 2020. Mm. So it was like in the middle of We weren't able to tour on it. And that album, it was definitely more of an experimental 
kind of thing for us as far as the 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 sound and the kind of direction that we went on that and mm. and uh i think so when we you know we decided to do this record we just said like let's not try to make it sound like anything except yeah. let's just make it sound like us yeah you know, we want to rock we want to do the things that we we do live and we just want that to be whatever that ends up being let's just let it be yeah and i noticed this time around uh david manzor is like sprinkled in the writing process but not so much in the production if and if at all mm -hmm. um you did also bring in um susie shin who's like been working with different kinds of genres and, and bands so yeah. what was the reasoning behind picking and choosing susie to to bring her on board to this record and like how do you feel that that chemistry between all of you guys and her was in the studio well yeah i think you know we did three records with dave and this would you know this cycle was would have been the was like the fourth basically and mm. um, i think we made a concerted effort that we really wanted to just try to change up the production sounds and the the way that we you know the direction that we went with the production so a lot of the songs all of the songs are either produced by us or co-produced by us and um and outside of the songs that we did with Susie, uh, which um, was a just happened through kind of our manager having friends and work with crush management and um, knowing of her work with Weezer and, yeah. and bands that we love. And so uh, we're like, hey, would you be interested in working together with Susie Shin? We're like, yeah, of course, like, that'd be amazing. So we got together. It was great. Like there was a there was an awesome energy and we wrote uh, California Dreams together and we finished the writing process of Day Trippin', uh, the song. And, you know, we got together in Santa Barbara and recorded it and she produced those songs and they ended up being awesome. Yeah. We really like, liked it. And so, you know, we're even, we're continuing to work with her uh, on this uh, going forward on songs that we're, you know, we're, we're still, we're not stopping, we're keeping <laughs> still going. So um, we're still working with her and it's yeah. been great, yeah. When it comes to California Dreaming or California Dreams, uh, when I listened to this song, like, and I even text Nate, I was like, "Dude, this song sounds so nostalgic," and I don't know why, and mm -hmm. I really love it. Like, what was that vibe like going into the studio working on that song? What was that vibe that you had in mind, or is this one of those songs that just kind of naturally happened when you guys were in the studio? It definitely nat naturally happened. I think it was uh, the whole band was all there with Susie, and um, we were in her studio, and we were like. You know, we listened to some starts that we had or, you know, everyone had. And we kind of were like, well, would this work with this? We're like, let's just try and write something. And we just yeah. kind of we're like, well, let's do, you know, let's do something that feels West Coast. That was like kind of like the initial uh, vibe, I mm -hmm. think. And so then it kind of came down to the doom, 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 you know, and then we just went from there. And then it became this kind of uh Tom Petty inspired thing again, <laughs> which has been a thing for us, but it's like, you know, it's that into the great wide open type, you know, we all experienced going out and trying to make it in the music industry. Yeah. And for us, it wasn't going out West. It was actually going East, but you know, <laughs> the, the story works a little bit more generally from somebody coming, coming out West to California, um, to try to make it. Yeah. And that's, and it, a lot of the, the stories in the song, you know, $11 an envelope. Those are true, <laughs> actual things that we went through and, and stories that were actually part of our history as a band. So, yeah. yeah. I think I like that, that part of, uh, sent my boss a text that I quit and he said, okay. I was <laughs> Listen, like, that's she so. She just said K. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. As far as like the songwriting goes on this, on this album, 
um, because you've had seven albums under you prior to this one. How do you feel that you kind of stepped out of your comfort zone for for like lyrics and and how did that kind of impact your vocals on this album? Well, I think the biggest you know thing was that we worked with different people. We worked, mm. worked with different songwriters, uh, working with Susie. You know, we we took the production into our own hands a lot, and uh, we worked together and wrote together, and you know, it was just a collaborative effort. You know, and I think that's what it what it's always been and you know whether or not it's a song that i started or Kason started or micah brown started or adam and drake started joe it doesn't matter it's just we just gotta get it over the line and at the end of the day like what are the best songs that we have mm. you know at you know at the with the finished product and so um yeah i think you know we we've been working with a lot of really really talented songwriters i think you know outside of you know Susie. We were able to work with Sam Hollander, uh, who contributed on Day Trippin', and then you know, in future songs, we're working with uh, guys like Nate Campany and and people that are you know these big hit makers and stuff like that. And so, mm. getting you know insight into the way that they work and the way that they see a song, it just gives you more uh, inspiration, inspiration, yeah. and 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 it, it gives you a different viewpoint into how to approach a song, how to approach lyrics. Um, and all those things just end up being, uh, adding to your arsenal, so to speak. And so, yeah. um, when we got to the, you know, the, these songs, it was just, it just felt like we had kind of clicked again. Yeah. You have two features on this album, uh, two artists that I hadn't heard of prior and love their voices. Now, mm -hmm. what was it about them that you felt like were the right fit for this album? And how did you guys, what was that uh, process like in the studio? Were they with you guys when you guys were recording? Was this like a separate kind of recording session? Well, Maxi Priest uh, was separate, but it was a song that we wrote uh, at the time I had been listening to a bunch of his music because uh, I grew up listening to his music. It was on the radio in Hawaii a lot. And mm -hmm. um, he's just always been, to me, one of the you know best vocalists any in any genre of music. Yeah. You know, um, and so when we we got into the studio to write to write i'd been listening to a bunch of his songs and we were, were kind of put put them on and we wrote we actually wrote two songs that day and one of them sounded like a maxi priest song and the <laughs> other one was last night which sounds like a song that could be a maxi priest song but it's not so, so much that it you know we could give it to him and so we we're like why not just have maxi priest be the feature on it since yeah. he inspired the song and so we hit we reached out and he liked it and was was down and he he lives uh, in London, so he recorded it on his own, and mm. um, was not. We were not able to get together, but it was still really cool to to hear his voice on it, and we got to kind of you know put together the way that his his you know whole part works, and with input from him, obviously. Yeah. And uh, Claire is somebody that we've known for a long time. Micah Brown, uh, you know, worked and produced on her album, and I co-wrote on her album. Um, so we you know that, that made sense and it was just you know we knew that song come down needed one we wanted to have a female vocalist somebody to offer the op the opposite viewpoint on the song mm. um kind of give it that that you know balance and she's got a really cool voice and she's got a different thing than you know she kind of sits outside of the reggae rock genre so to speak into in a different kind of thing and so we like that as well that offers a little bit of a uh, a step out away yeah. from the genre and 
um, yeah, so we wrote that together uh, in the studio with her. We got that done, recorded, and then uh, we wrote her song New Day together the same session. So nice. yeah, very productive. It's cool how you can do two different projects in one in one sitting and still have them. They probably sound completely different as well. I haven't heard her debut album yet, mm-hmm. but like I'm sure they sound completely different. They do. And I think that's just, you know, as it happens a lot. And a lot of times you go in there with one idea in mind and it midway through the whole session, it can be like, well, let's just take a a U-turn and then it can U-turn and go somewhere great or it can go somewhere. And at the end of the day you go, well, (laughs) we just wasted eight hours, but you know, that's the, that's the name of the game. And, And ultimately it's not a waste because it's like you get to the end of that process and you go, well, it, that wasn't it. Yeah. You know, now at least we know that. So then you can kind of, you know, reset and then take it the next direction, wherever it is you're trying to go. Yeah. Uh, during that, during that recording session throughout for this album, did you find your voice taking itself like to through like different directions that you hadn't tried before for this record? Like my singing voice? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of my singing voice was actually, I think we pushed a lot on the self-titled album mm-hmm. as well as on coast. And for me, as far as my singing goes, just as far as pushing my range, pushing the style of singing um you know coasting in particular very soul r&b 70s driven inspiration yeah you know and so different sound than what you know maybe someone would consider iration sound but um i think for this album i think it was mostly just let's keep it in a good good, nice range (laughs) that i like and and that sounds like my voice where it's not we're not trying to make it sound like higher or lower yeah. or different and just let it be what it is, you know, like, like we would if we're going to play it live, like if yeah. we're going to play it live, I wouldn't, we wouldn't play it in a key that was so high for me to hit that. It was like every night was like, you build you yourself a grave. Gonna, yeah. yeah I'm going <laughs> to make it tonight or no. So it's just make it, make it sound good and, you know, make it the place where it's comfortable and, yeah. you know, what song on this album do you guys feel was like the biggest challenge to either start writing or even like finalizing in, in the end? Huh, I would say I think you know, Remedy was a song that Kason, who's sitting over here, uh he brought to us and it was a very different sounding song. Mm. Um and we we actually had it on the Coastin sessions and we worked it and worked it worked it and it just didn't get finished in time and we said let's just hang on to this cuz it has potential. And so when it was time to do this, these sessions, we had, you know, we had some starts that we had saved from the previous sessions and we brought it back in and we wrote it and recorded it and it came out awesome. And so I think that that one, just because of how it, you know, it stretched over a few sessions, a few writing sessions and into multiple album cycles that that was probably the one that felt like maybe it was a little bit more of a challenge, but I don't, yeah. other than that, um, that's pretty much it. I don't think day tripping was kind of the same thing, to be honest. It was a song that we started and didn't finish for a few months, um, until we, we kind of started it with myself, Drake, Adam and, uh, Dave Manzur. And then, uh, we finished it together with everybody, Sam Hollander, Susie. Uh, and so it took a, it took a village to get it over the line, but yeah. when we got it over the line, it was we were very happy with it. I know as far as bass uh, for the records that you guys worked with David with, since he was like 
he he knew bass more than anything. He assisted a lot during the bass tracks or or like production for it. Now that he wasn't there for the bass, did you do you feel like the bass had to do something different this time around? Do you feel like it changed at all? Well, Dave is a he's a classically trained musician, pianist, so he really was strong at everything. Yeah. You know, just a good ear and um, a really good ear for top line melodies yeah. uh, as far as you know keyboard melodies as well as you know bass lines and so i think you know a lot of times bass lines uh if it's songs that we wrote or demos that we make will it's a collaborative thing you know it's like it doesn't really matter who comes up with the bass line right. it's you know it's which is the, the case with a lot of a lot of the instrumentation it's like oh if they don't like a of top line melody of the vocal that I'm singing and you can input that and we can change it. And, mm. or if Micah Brown's playing the guitar thing and, you know, maybe we, he and I are, you know, going double teaming the, the line and then he's playing it. And then, you know, the keys are the same way. And, and Adam sometimes will have a bass line and he'll just na nail it right off yeah. the top. And, you know, it just becomes this collaborative effort so that when we say, you know, it's, produced by aeration or co-produced by aeration it really is kind of a everybody saying like well i like this or that and you know why yeah. and then we kind of work through it and <laughs> getting to the end point so yeah i mean i think the bass tones are tonally will di are different you know we didn't use a lot of synth bass if any i think on this record and um we did use p bass uh susie had a really cool vintage p bass that we used on day tripping and California dreams. And I think maybe one other. So Adam, you know, just branching out from using what his bass guitar that in his bass sound that he normally used. And yeah. so I think that, that also, you know, had a, had a part of it. Yeah. The last time we spoke, it was for coasting and you guys were talking about how, like, it was kind of unfortunate that you're working on this record, knowing that there's potentially no like actual tour for it because of the times that we were in. Mm -hmm. Now that you were working on this album, knowing that there was a tour to follow it up, did that kind of change or impact the writing process or the creative process at all in any way? Yeah, I, I definitely. I think one of the main, you know, points of this record was we need to be able to play all these songs <laughs> live because there's definitely been some, sorry, it's a bit, just whack the microphone. There's definitely been some songs on past records where trying to recreate them live would have been not impossible but just very very difficult yeah. and you know when you're trying to there's kind of two different things which is like trying to make a studio record and trying to make a song uh that's you know sounds good that's a record and then the other thing is how do you accomplish that live yeah. and we really just wanted to you know these songs we want them to be able to be played live we want to be able to just get on stage with our instruments and play these songs and so people, you know, that's that's what the feeling is when you hear it. That's what the feeling that you get when you hear it live is the same, same, same. So, yeah, yeah it was definitely a point of emphasis when we made this record was we need to be able to translate all these songs live and they all need to work live. And so a lot of the, you know, the pre-production and the and the things that we did with these songs was playing them and making sure that they work <laughs> and the, the parts work and they feel good. Like, so when we play them live, it works. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm excited uh, for you guys. The tour starts tomorrow. You guys are currently rehearsing right now. So, Micah, thank you so much for reuniting with me. You guys be sure to check out Iration on tour. It's six weeks long, so there's no way you're going to miss it. Uh, and uh, new album, Day Trippin', is out now. And thanks for watching here on Front Row Live.
Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.